Hey there, it's Alowin, better known as the voice behind Averin, with a word from our sponsor. This session brought to you in part by Fiverr, the best place to find freelance services for your business. Whether you're in the market for commissioned art, or even script writing, which I probably should have utilized prior to recording this so I didn't have to do it six times, you can find on Fiverr. It's a whole world of freelance available right at your fingertips with options for every budget. Find high quality services at every price point, no hourly rates, and just project-based pricing. You'll find quality work done quickly with the right freelancer to begin working on your project within minutes. Your payments are protected every time. Always know what you'll pay up front and your payment isn't released until you approve the work. And know that Fiverr has your back with 24 seven support. Not in the market for services, but looking to augment your own income? Fiverr is powered by freelance artists just like you. So sign up today at Fiverr.com. That's F-I-V-E-R-R.com. Welcome to the world of Saluna. Today we are starting with our lovely story of the third beginning and the first end, Kaisis. We start in a part of the world we've never seen before. Part of the world that most people don't know exist. And this is prior to the prior to the existence of Saluna we find ourselves in a field a field of grass that can only be said to rival the color of daggers. A slick and shiny silver paints the landscape under the follow green skies and violet sun. Though unusual to most, this is home to Kaisis. Are, I want to say young, but younger drow who explores this world unheeded by their parents' warnings as the Great Expanse, or as you know them, Zaxis, for which this realm is named, doesn't really want you exploring all that much. But as you sit in the field, 
Kaisis, would you mind introducing yourself and describing how you look? Kaisis stands at about six foot three, um, long and lean, muscular build. They've got this silver white long hair that's pulled back into a simple but yet somewhat semi-ornate braid. They wear just, you know, basic clothing um, because they, you know, have been adventuring and exploring. It's uh, simple and functional, but yet still has that sense of style. Um, they've got long, slender, like a slender face, higher cheekbones, long, pointed uh, drow ears, and whereas the color, I think the color scheme is like silvers and blues and purples, but also gold. And he's, I mean, sorry, they've got uh, silver, like silver gray eyes. And yeah, that is kind of the description of Case Isis. Alrighty. I love that, by the way. <laughs> um, as you are sitting in the field, if you wouldn't mind giving me a perception check. 15. 15. This is a noise that you are used to hearing. A noise that does not surprise you and even in your most distracted state you could hear. You hear the jingling of bracelets and headwear and necklaces as your uh, mother walks up behind you. Your mother stands at about 6'4". She's just an inch taller than you um, with blanched white hair that is about down to it's about mid-thigh in length. Uh, it has ornate hair jewelry in it. Um, and it dances along her pupilless um, silver eyes uh, in a pair of uh, I'm forgetting what they are called. Bangs. Thank you, Brain, for working. Um, and as she walks up to you in her silk robes, though though not a priestess anymore, she still dresses as one. Uh, and she regards you. Kaisis, you know, it is rather early to be out and about. Early for some, late for others. Oh. That is true. But you left without saying a word. I thought I was no longer welcome, considering all the grief you gave. No, no, I would never, never expect my child to not have a home in my own. 
I think Dad would say otherwise. Well, do you know that they have their own set of rules and their own set of way, set ways of seeing the great expanse of the universe they've created? <laughs> right. Well, uh, if you are not going to be joining us, I thought I would bring you a meal for you to enjoy while you are out for the day. I appreciate it, Mum. Uh, and she hands you like this little um, burlap bag, and you you can smell the fragrance of the food that she has cooked up, and you know that this is she has made literally your favorite meal. Um, My mom packed me a lunch. <laughs> uh, this, despite how ornate and like work filled this meal is, you know she probably made it in like record time. For sure. Um, and she's like, you know, I will heal your wounds when you return home, but try not to get into any trouble, especially with your siblings. I can make no promises. Okay. Uh, and she smiles and kind of like regards you to uh, continue the rest of your day. Um, now, you know very well the uh, topography and um, where everything is uh, in this small little pocket of a universe that you're, that you know of, father. Um, brought about. Um, there are wonderful beings in this uh, universe. There are um, there are stags and does of violet fur and eyes that match the sky. There are dragons flying about. Um, pretty much for the viewer, any monster or fauna you can think of in the Forgotten Realms or any home-brewed worlds or anything that you can think of magically as an, an animal. There's at least two of them in this universe. This Zaxus as a universe is some would say an arc. A way of preser preserving life that is deemed as beautiful. Um, and though you, Kaisis, may have words with your father figure, you can you do see that they have an appreciation for the life that they bring into this um, pocket of space and time that they live in. Cool. Um, In the back of your head, you feel a little bit of a... How do I describe this? A little bit of a buzzing. Uh, like somebody is sending you something. Um, and you hear a voice as if somebody was standing next to you go, oh, Darling, you're awake. Meet me at the peak of the mountains. 
uh, we must discuss something. And you know this voice as Namaya, the person you have been conversating with and uh, getting to know on a higher level. Is this a euphemism or... It's a euphemism. <laughs> Beautiful, okay. Uh, but they are telling you to meet them on the peak of the mountain. <laughs> that is, like, within view of you. Oh, for sure. Uh, cool. Um, can I respond to this message? Yes, you may. Beautiful. Um, they take a second to go, but of course, sweet thing. Oh, wrong, sorry, wrong accent. <laughs> but of course, sweet thing. I'll see you soon. Okay, and you set off. Um, you are walking through forests of bright silver leaves and dark, dark, deep chocolate brown wood. Um, and little critters run and go past as uh, one stops and looks at you with deep violet eyes and a gorgeous burgundy fur that has uh that has bright bright like sky blue stripes throughout it um and the closest thing i can reckon this to for anybody to uh recognize what this looks like is um is kind of like kilala from inuyasha okay uh, it's a little like, um, like a fox cat spirit um, that okay. lives in this forest, and it's kind of like regarding you as like, do I run? Are you safe? Um, I think Kaisis just kind of regards it in the same way you would regard a per passing a person down the street to show that like, hey, you know, in, in Minnesota at least, you at least give that nod. Mm -hmm. as you walk by a person so I think yeah. that's what Kaisis does as they continue walking through the forest like hey like good morning I'm not an enemy okay. alright bye <laughs> uh, yeah it kind of like slowly walks away a little bit as, as like you do that um, but with your passive perception as you're walking, you can tell that this be this this creature is following you, kind of with like an interest now, um, can, like hiding I, behind tree stumps and everything. Can I insight check this to see if this is just like a curious creature, or is this a person masking themselves as a creature? You can absolutely insight check it. Absolutely awesome. Oof. Uh, eleven. Wait, no. Yes, eleven. 11 cool um yeah this is just from the, your insight you can guess that this is just like a perhaps a creature that does not have a lot of interaction with humanoids okay um and is like really just like looking at you like what is this thing what are you yeah okay yeah Cool. Yeah. Uh, once I kind of figure out that, okay, no, it's not my family trying to track me. Yeah. I keep going. Okay. Uh, yeah, you keep going. The 
Forest is alive, um, though your mother is right. It is early on in the day. Um, but nature responds differently today than humanoids do. And the moment the sun is up, the world is up. Um, so you see the beauty, the beautiful um, different animals playing around in the forest as you make it to the edge of the mountainside. Uh, there are steps going up zigzagged uh, along the mountainside to get up to the um, to the uh, peak. Um, and uh, could you give me a perception check once more as you are looking up these steps? Absolutely. Uh, perception that is a ten. Awesome. Uh, as you are looking up in the, um, the, like, the clouds of this world are like a light pink color naturally as, uh, the peak of the mountain is masqueraded, you hear a roar and a, um, a shadow through the clouds, uh, as you hear flat the flapping of wings and um the shape of a dragon through the clouds um which you know dragons are a thing in this world and they're not um really disregarded as like something to uh watch out for or not watch out for but it's just like the normal like there's dragons okay um and you continue up the mountain. Uh, it is a treacherous, um, steep staircase to get up this mountain. Um, and I, there is a left path and a right path at one point. Uh, which way would you like to go? Um, before I answer, have I gone up this mountain before? No. Okay. Love that. Have... Anything, anything for love. Cool. Yes. I'm going to actually, I'm going to let the dice decide. We love letting the dice decide. If you ever need to figure out what you want to do in this world, roll a d100. Anyway. Um, I'm going to take the right path. The right path. Awesome. Uh, you continue up the right path as it is a little slimmer than uh, you would have liked. Um, but in this moment, I need a dexterity saving throw oh. as rubble uh, goes comes down the side of the mountain. Uh, 26. 20, you're fine. Uh, you are able to get out of the way um, and kind of like see that it was uh, like there were like some like goats or some fauna like running up the side of the mountain and it kind of just caused like a, a rock slide a little bit, but it did not block your path or anything. For sure. Um, you. Uh, continue up the path and it's about a 20 minute walk 
from where you are now to the peak. Um, there are caves and other things that you're passing that you see um, different wildlife. Like there are, um, you know, your eldest brother uh, created this very weird uh, animal that is like a mixture of a dragon and some other thing from another universe. Um, he said it was called a hippo. Um, and you know them as Skyerts, and they are of draconic lineage. Um, but they noted to regard you and your siblings and your family as non-hostile, so they leave you guys alone. Cool. Um, you finally reach the peak of the mountain, and it is almost that of a flat caldera with a cave in the middle of it. And as you reach the rim of this caldera, you hear that roar again. And from the other side of the caldera, you see the broad, spread wings of a dragon you have never seen before. It has feathered wings, a long tail, four legs, and the wings though white at the stem come to a rainbow color and shimmer with the magic of a dragon has. Uh, and before you is a uh, ancient rainbow dragon. And as this dragon lands and huffs in um, kind of like an acknowledgement of you, uh, you see that it begins to shapeshift into the woman, Namaya, that you uh, have been getting to know uh, and have fallen to have feelings for. Uh, she smiles and uh, regards you from the uh, entrance of the cave and you know her to have beautiful um, multicolored uh, braids in her hair that is about shoulder length. She is um, in like mortal form quote unquote because you're not in a mortal realm. In humanoid form she takes on the uh, appearance of a uh, elven woman. Um, she is about six foot tall. She has shorter um, pointed ears than yours. Um Though she does have a beautiful, deep, melanin-filled skin pigment. She is one with the sun as she stands there and awaits you. And as you get closer, closer to her, you see the eyes that you have come to recognize as hers, which are... A pupil with an iris of beautiful dancing rainbows. Um, and she smiles and goes, Oh, got here quicker than I thought you would. Well, considering that I had to go up a mountain, I'm surprised I got here just as fast, darling. Yes, well, and... I sorry. I am sorry for um, withholding my true form from you for so long. You look beautiful, regardless. You see, she 
blushes um, and uh, looks down for a second before she uh, kind of like uh, regards you to follow her into the uh, mouth of the cave. The cave. Um, and as you go in, you see it is a beautiful, almost like, you know palaces because you live with your father figure along with your other siblings and their um, parent uh, who your father had them with. Um, you know what the inside of a palace looks like and you see that when you go into this cave. It is not just rocky and natural. It is almost sculpted to look like that of a royal's palace. There is a elegant dining room. There is multiple rooms. There obviously is gold around quite a bit as dragons are known to hoard gold. Um, but you see that Namaya is not... Maya, Namaya has gold, but that is not her hoard. Um, her hoard is actually a weapon room um, that you pass and are able to see into. And it is shelves upon shelves and walls covered in many different weapons and fighting utensils. Um, and she looks at you and goes, we can go in and look at it if you would like. You speak my language, and you... And they, like, take a second, and they are, like, literally stunned speechless, as they're like, You are the most beautiful that I've ever seen you both now and back then. And they go straight for the weapon room. Uh, she chuckles and uh, walks in with you and is watching you... Um look at all of these weapons and she smiles and takes your hand to bring you to some of her most prized um weapons and parts of her hoard and she smiles and she goes I know you haven't had the chance to leave this realm very often and explore places beyond. But some of these weapons come from those places and still have the essence of the worlds they're from. Well, where's, where, where's this one from? And I like pick up a random weapon. Uh, you see in your hand, it is a dagger with the hilt of a, uh, it, Literally, it's a dagger made of a broken longsword. Um, and uh, it also has um, like a small venomous tooth on the bottom of the hilt to like attack with the other side of it. Okay. Um, she smiles and she goes, that one is actually handmade by me. You, you, you made this. Yes. I also... Well, you see, she uh, smiles a little as she looks at your uh, greatsword that you hold. Um, 
which was um, despite his whining and fighting it was a present from your parents. Um, and she says, your parents asked me to make that quite some time ago, and I did not know it would be gifted to you. Um, I think at the, the mention of their their parents, Kaisa's like kind of grimaces, but then softens and goes, oh, any gift from you is the best gift of all. Yes, well, I did not see that a skilled warrior would hold that blade. I thought your father just wanted it for show. <laughs> but at least it's been put to use. Um, I go to another, I, I go to another, uh, like, shelf, and I just pick up another random weapon, and I'm like, what's this one? Where, where's this one from? That one is from, let me see, as she kind of touches it and holds it with, like, a reminiscence, um, she goes, this one is from a place known as the Forgotten Realms. They are... It's a magical place, just like this one. Though it is wrought with some troubling things, it is an amazing piece. It has actually come in handy quite a few times in fights, and it is, um, you see she uh, clicks it. It's like a regular sword with like a regular, um, a regular pommel. But when she clicks a button on like the cross hatch that protects your hand, mm -hmm. um, another blade pops out of the bottom. Um, she's like, you know, it's not magic, but the fact that it holds a blade within a blade made me want it even more. The only look I can describe about Kaisis is like a kid on Christmas morning watching all of these just wild weapons yeah oh and then there are the knuckle dusters that i stole from a dwarf in wild mount you went to wild mount i've i've heard so many things about wild mount the the kings and the wars and and the excitement what 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 type of dwarf a hill dwarf Guys, is like is is going around is going around. Are they separated out by 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 realm or, or different universes? Where where did you find all of these? Well, you see, I found them. They are not separated out by universe. They are merely separated out by. How do I describe this? They're separated out by importance of memory, if that makes sense. Memory? Yes, I organized this room based on the emotions as associated with the memory from the weapon. Ah. A lot of times I can, not only my memory, but the memory of those who wielded them and used them. Uh, and you see um, the uh, 
the weapon she grabs next is a glaive uh, about 10 feet in length with a silver blade on the end that has rings attached to the beginning of the pommel before the staff, um, which you would recognize Mick from the art of Kaisis. Perfect. Okay. Uh, and she says, this one was held by a king who became a god only to be brought down by his own son. As he was using his godly power for wrong and to create ruin in the world. And you see she takes your hands and puts them over the staff and holds them and um we are going on a uh natural 20 uh she you see her hands glow with magic of bright and pastel colors of the rainbow and the colors in between the lines as in your head the memory of the final battle this glaive was used in plays you see a Goliath man standing before a man that can only be described as three stories tall. And you see this man using this glaive hit after hit after hit on this giant in front of him and you can see that he is out of breath and the giant is out of breath and on one knee and looking at him and says if anyone was to bring me down i am proud to know that it is my own prodigy my own son i am sorry that i failed you in the thought of what a god could be and with that the glaive goes through the giant's chest. And you feel tears on your hands. And Namaya is crying. I immediately wipe her tears um, as she cries. You see she holds your hand as you wipe the tears away and looks at you and goes, I'm, I'm fine, it's just the sorrow felt from that memory and the beholding of death that is held in this glaive. Just, it's beautiful. Death isn't always the end. No. No, it is not. Sometimes in Everlasting life is duller than finding a way into the next one. It's a new beginning. It's a new beginnings. Uh, and you see she takes her hands and she goes, I think that one has found a new home. Oh, this is your 
one of your your treasures is I I I couldn't. But you see, I can have double the treasure if one of my treasures is holding a treasure. Isis softens, and he takes the glaive, and he goes, well, your treasure will put it to good use. I sure hope so. Uh, and she takes your hand and brings you to the um, to the doorway and smiles and goes, there's plenty of time to explore that room later, but I have something to show you. Something more? Yes. Uh, and she kind of drag you, drags you to a room that she waves her hand in front of and you hear a plethora of unlocking as if there are millions of locks and mechanisms inside this door as it slides open and you see actually give me a perception check alright I'm gonna perceive it so hard that is a 19 19 Awesome. Um, you feel it. This deep bass and thrumming inside your chest as you look at this orb in front of you that is already sectioned in four. It glows with a power you have only felt coming from your father. Divinity, knowing, omnipotence, and growth, and the ability to create and take away. Namaya looks at you and goes, I know, I know you and your siblings' birthdays are coming up. And your father has a special gift prepared for all of you. This is what is known as the Divine Heart. It is a piece of your parents' broad power to create and take away. I wasn't supposed to show you this, but I think if there's going to be gods working in some realm, that you are all the deserving. From what I know, the ascension is dated for the day after you and your siblings' birthdays. which will also be possibly the last time I see you. What? No, no, no. It doesn't have to be the last time that we see each other. Well, it may be because 
I am the one doing the ceremony. No, if I am to be a god, I'll find a way. My darling. My cloud of shade on a sunny day. I've been alive for a long time. I've seen many a world and many of realms. I'll be with you. Because one of us, sorry, someone who was near and dear to the heart of the ascended must become part of the divine heart. And I offered. You, you offered and you didn't even think to tell me? You, my darling, have so much that you are going to do. I would hold you back if I was here in this realm still. You wouldn't hold me back. I want you by my side. That's... That's not how it works. And Come. I will be doing this. I can't lose you too, Namaya. You... 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 You get it. You... You understand the want to explore, to get out of Zaxxus, and you are the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. You understood when no one else did, and uh, I can't do this without you. Uh, you see one singular tear drops down her high cheekbone as she pushes a strand of hair out of your face and smiles and goes, with me being a part of your divine heart, you won't have to do it without me. You'll be able to explore. The world you and your siblings will create will be like none other. And I know that. I'm gonna fight this. You know that, right? I know. And I want you to use that fight in the fight that's going to come before the Ascension. As you will be tasked, along with your siblings, to create a realm and to take care of that realm. In which I know you all will do amazing. And I cannot wait to see it through your eyes. I take Namaya's face in my hands and I look at her and I go, 
I am in love with you. And I kiss her. Uh, she kisses back and looks at you and goes, I have but one more thing for you. My treasure, my gift of enjoyment in life. Um, and she produces two platinum rings and says, perhaps we can do something to make it easier for me to be with you at all times and you to know that. I've never known of love like this prior. Everyone always wanted something from me. And you just wanted me. You didn't scream in, in terror when I blew down and turned into this form. You welcomed it. And if I'm already the one closest to your heart, Perhaps I can give you a trinket to hold that besides the glaive. Something to look at. Something to cherish. In two days' time, the moon will be full. Meet me by the lake. And I will have a friend perform a ceremony for us. That's why I'm always with you in the physical, spiritual, and the mental realms. I, like, rest my forehead on hers, and I just nod silently, and I go, always and forever. Um, and she takes you to, um... The dining room and you all eat and enjoy laugh perhaps spar a little bit as that is your relationship you will both enjoy weapons and fighting and she looks at you as you as the sun sets and the moon rises and you are at the mouth of the cave and she says my darling, it is time for you to return home. I know how your parents can get. I will see you in two days. Two Wear days. your best. Anything for you. Uh, and and she... I... Oh, go ahead. You can go ahead, because I think we were going in the same direction. Um, I give her a loving kiss on the forehead as I make my way back down the path towards home. Uh, we were going in the same direction. Um, One brain cell. Um, and she regards you and watches you walk away and tucks away into her cavern palace. You return home and I will roll your... Mother does not notice the ring as you return home. 
your mother does not pick up on the fact that you learned um your mother does not pick up on the fact that you learned about the ascension or the divine heart or anything as you go into your room and into your bed Kaisis, what are you thinking? What are you feeling? I think there's a bit of grief for the knowledge that he's about to lose the love of his life or of their life. Mm. I think there's that I think that grief and sense of sorrow as yes, this is a big ceremony, but he they're they're losing something very important to them in the process yes uh, with that and you lay there watching the night go magic dances around your room and you hear it the beckoning of adventure the beckoning of creation all of the possibilities you could have after this ascension and your mind is racing and thinking of different things and understanding that when you become a god you have to choose what your domain is and living this life in Zaxxus and growing the way that you have becomes an understanding. Loss and grief, though dark and miserable emotions, are also a celebration. There's beauty in the death and the shadows of the world. And you know that since the domain you already understand and have gotten to know so well, you are happy in knowing that you may be the only one to choose these two domains to work on as a god. And you know that even though not physically, Namaya will be with you the entire way and every step and will be a part of your magic that creates this world with your siblings. In the next two coming days, in secret, you prepare your best your best outfit you try to figure out how you want to wear your hair or you what adornments you want and you as you assume namaya is also doing write vows and 
the two days passes, and as the full moon shines above the beautiful, deep, falu red lake that she said to meet at, she stands there with a man who is pale of skin and bright of eyes with short green hair, smiling. This is Dorian Kaisis. He is a longtime friend of mine. And he is more than excited to do this ceremony for us. I nod to Dorian. And I, I take Namaya's, Namaya's hands, and and I, I look at her and I go, as am I. Uh, and Dorian looks at both of you and goes, all right, are we ready? Um, I ask of you to take these hands between each other and close your eyes so I can begin the ceremony. Uh, and Namaya offers her hands to you. I take her hands and I give him like a, a reassuring squeeze and I close my eyes as well. As you close your eyes, you feel wrapped around your hands is a cloth feeling of fresh dirt and grass and moss and then you feel water poured on top of it and then the light breeze and with a snap of finger it burns around your hands and he says, with the blessing of the elements, you both may exchange your vows. And Namaya looks at you and goes, no words could explain or even reach what I feel when I stand next to you. Vows like I could not write. So feelings I will say. Isis, you are one of the most magical and exciting and full of life people I have ever met. And I know though this us has only been going on for however long it has. I don't know. Time runs. Time runs by when you and I are together and I have lost track. This ceremony will bind us 
to each other. And though I am a dragon, a beast of the world, I would rather, I would give up everything to be bound with you. He sits there, they sit there and they listen. And once she finishes, they look at her. I swear by peace and love to stand heart to heart and hand to hand. May the elements hear us now that I will do everything in my power to make the best realm in your image. You listened when no one else would to me. And that is what I am most grateful for. What you call a beast. Some call a beast. Some call it beauty. I'll take you any way that you'll give me and you'll be close to my heart. And I promise to do you right. No matter where I go, no matter what I create, it will be for you. My powers will not be to strike down but to lift up. And it is the love for you that will keep me alive. And as you speak with feelings true of heart and pure of soul, you see from your hands there is a light gleaming. And inside both of your hands are the rings that Namaya produced the other day. And Dorian sits there and speaks. Aye, and so the elements speak. You two are now joined. You may place the rings on. And from this day, be together in spirit, body, and mind. And Namaya slips the ring onto your finger and allows you to do the same. Give me one second. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Kaisis grabs the ring and with a slight shake in his hand, their hand, they put the ring on Namaya's finger. With tears of joy in her eyes, she leans forward and kisses you. I grab her in the same fervor and kiss her back. 
And now we will skip three weeks in time to the day of the Ascension. You and your siblings all share a birthday. Weird that your parent would plan that out, but they say it's because you are all equally special to them. And wants to celebrate the same day with each one of you with the same emotion and same further fervor. You walk through fields and forests and up to the mountain, which you had just traversed the other day to see Namaya. Except this time, you have all of your siblings with you. Zeldris, Nuna, and Nilila. Though you may not always get along as you are siblings, in this moment you are hand in hand. You all go up the paths to get to the caldera. And that is where we will end our session. Thank you so much, Nick, for bringing Kaisis to life and helping me and allowing me to tell this story. I knew from the beginning that I wanted you to play Kaisis. And though a guest star on my podcast, you were a dear friend to me, you have become. It means so much to me that you were able to play this character and you wanted to. And allowing me to tell this story of heartbreak and love and interest and drive to frame out what is so little known about this god gives me so much joy. And as you know, you are always welcome at my table, whether it be DMing or playing as a player. There will always be a seat for you. And I can't wait for all of us to be together for the mighty ascension of the four beginnings. Is there anything you would like to plug? If you're talking, I can't hear you, friend. Oh! Whoops! 
you are you okay? Oh, I am so good. I'm I'm emotional. I am a little emotional. I'm not gonna lie to you. I am oh. crying, so it's okay. Oh my god. It's fine. Anyway, I play and I DM uh, over on Lena Lovely 85 every first and third Wednesday called the Chaos Campaign. Um, I, oh my god. <laughs> um, I DM a campaign called the Chaos Campaign. It is where five intrepid adventurers have been lost in a pocket realm uh, of a fallen goddess for the past five years, and now they have just returned, and they are trying to navigate life after returning. Um, come check us out over on Twitch uh, at LenaLovely85, and we'd love to see you. Yay. Thank you again so much for joining me. You are so welcome. Thank you for bringing Kaisis to life. Um, oh my god. I was like... Better than I could have ever expected. Oh. It was... Our magical. Oh. <laughs> so, oh. with that, I say farewell to our listeners. And I can't And wait farewell to from your lovely, lovely soon to be god yes and i can't wait to give you all the next episode with the lovely goddess nylila or soon to be goddess uh, now in the story of before farewell